Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Digest, your one-stop podcast for thought-provoking insights and compelling stories. Each episode, we sift through the web's richest content, carefully curated for those with an insatiable thirst for knowledge in the realm of self-improvement. So sit tight, open your mind, and get ready for an adventure of understanding and inspiration. Today's episode is brought to you by Blogcast, your personalized audio feed available on iPhone and Android. In today's episode of the Self-Improvement Digest podcast, we'll be discussing the popular productivity tips that are actually trash. We've all heard the mainstream advice on how to be more productive, but are they really effective? Niramitra Reddy shares five of the most popular productivity tips that are actually not helpful and may even hinder your productivity. So if you're tired of following advice that doesn't work, this episode is for you. Let's dive in. Five uber-popular productivity tips that are actually trash. Mainstream advice isn't always good advice. By Niramitra Reddy. With everyone and their mothers writing about productivity, the internet has become a cesspool of poor advice. The alarming part is, while some of the popular advice is decent, most are outright counterproductive, causing hampered productivity, burnout, and long-term health issues. I want to talk about five such productivity handicapping tips so you can steer clear of them. What multitasking really is. What flashes in your mind when you think of productivity? Five desktops, hundreds of chrome tabs, and a spectacled dude pounding away at the keyboard while surfing on his swivel chair. That's not productivity, that's pro-distractivity. Be it the human mind or a computer, parallel computing is actually high-speed sequential processing. The context switch is so quick that it seems parallel. But this rapid switching drains your mental energy. After each such switch, it'll cost you a whopping 23 minutes to regain peak focus. As Karen Finnerman says, When you multitask, you believe you're being exceptionally productive, but really, you're fooling yourself. Each time you switch tasks, you have to backtrack a little and remind yourself where you are in the process and what's next. Invariably, you are spending twice as much time on parts of the task. The result is unfinished subpar work on all your parallel tasks. Instead, single task with mindful focus. When you do one thing at a time, you'll do it damn well. Unproductivity apps. There is no such thing as a productivity app. In fact, the lack of apps boosts your productivity. Productivity equals focus equals the lack of distractions. So, the actual productivity apps are distraction blockers. Look no further than Cold Turkey Blocker. Without paying a dime, you can block websites, apps, notifications, and keywords. If you're a writer, grab the Cold Turkey Writer. Until you meet the said word or time goal, it transforms your computer into a typewriter. You're then left with only two choices. Work, or write, or bang your head on the wall. The only other apps that help are workflow optimizers, 
apps that automate routine tasks and actions. The chief one I use is Alfred. Others that have helped me are Type It For Me, Sketch, and ChangeCase. I'm neither an affiliate nor a paid promoter for any of them, just a satisfied user. Don't take my recommendations at face value either. For every app recommendation you come across, ask yourself these two questions. Do I really need this? Does the app's utility overshadow the effort and mental space required to use it? Treat your smartphone like your toothbrush. As Nicholas Goak says in his wonderful article, Your Phone Should Be Like Your Toothbrush, your toothbrush is the greatest tool of all time. You only use it when you're supposed to, for as long as you need to, and then you let it go. That's what the best tools do. They put you in control at all times, even when you're not using them. That's because all great tools optimize for mindfulness. They preserve your time, attention, and energy instead of draining them. Your phone does the opposite, and that's why, in its standard configuration, it's a terrible tool. Your phone calls for your attention 24-7, and once it has you, it never wants to let you go. A smartphone is a computing behemoth that can do almost everything a computer can, but that doesn't mean you should use it as one. The argument the internet gurus will pull up is, it's portable and ultra-accessible. So you can be productive irrespective of whether you're waiting in the drive-thru or taking a dump. But that's exactly the problem. Every time you pull your smartphone out under the pretense of work, you'll end up years deep in your ex's Instagram feed. Strip your phone to its barest essentials. Remove all social media apps, turn on gray mode, discard fancy themes, switch off notifications, and have a simple wallpaper. It's the paradox of choice. The more sophisticated your phone is, the higher your usage and anxiety. Hustle, hustle, burnout, die. Be it Gary V's hand-swishing vlog-style speeches to Elon Musk's 16-hour workdays, we've normalized toxic levels of work. Funnily, with productivity, less is better. 12 hours of caffeine-fueled insomniac slogging doesn't even hold a candle to 6 hours fueled by ample leisure and sleep. This is because energy, not time, is the currency of productivity. It's not about how long you work, it's about how fresh is your mind. How laser sharp is your focus? How low are your distractions? How electrified are your senses? Ever been in the zone? Blitzing through an assignment to meet a last minute deadline, ripping through a textbook an hour before the exam, or penning an entire speech in 15 minutes? That's flow. The state where time ceases to matter and your mind is stretched to its limits. According to a McKinsey study of top executives, flow state increases productivity by five times. They also found that increasing the time spent in a flow state by 15% to 20% could double overall output. So don't hustle insane hours and burn out, rather alternate bursts of deep work with pockets of high quality leisure. 40-hour work weeks are a relic of the industrial age. 
Knowledge workers function like athletes. Train and sprint, then rest and reassess. Naval Ravikant. Consume a truckload of productivity. Porn. The sexual kind of porn is the least insidious of the lot. Motivation, hustle, and productivity porn take the cake. Your brain can't distinguish between fantasy and reality. So drooling in your productive wonderland watching an Ali Abdal video will flood your brain with dopamine. This is the trap. Reward from the fantasy and complacency taking zero action in reality. Then your utopian productive self will remain a fantasy. For every piece of productivity advice you consume, make some tangible change in your lifestyle, routine, or mindset. Don't just mentally masturbate. There's nothing wrong with consuming productivity advice. The only wrong is not acting on it. Blogcast. If you enjoyed this, you may also like our other podcasts, The Productivity Digest, The Psychology Digest, and The Life Digest. Stay curious, stay inspired, and thanks for listening.